0: welcome back to the Rocky Mountain Review. I'm your host, Ren Wadsworth.
1: And I'm Maximus Hunter, and we are here with the CSU Chemistry Club. You want to introduce yourself?
2: Hi, uh, I'm Maggie, I'm an Outreach Coordinator with the Chemistry Department at CSU. Um, Yeah, and my name's Hannah, I'm the other Outreach Coordinator for the Chemistry Department.
1: Thank you so much for joining us, Maggie and Hannah. Uh, What roles do you two play in the Chemistry Club?
3: Um, We are both Outreach Coordinators for the Chemistry Club, and our job um, kind of overlaps with the Chemistry Club and the department.
1: Awesome.
2: And then, so what does a typical meeting look like in the chemistry club? Uh, We start out with a fun chemistry demonstration where we do an explosion or something like elephant toothpaste where there's foam everywhere. And then we do a more interactive activity with the students who are interested in chemistry, such as bubbles that bounce on their clothes or making slime, things like that.
1: That sounds fun. Is it open to anyone?
2: It is. Any major, any background, whatever. And you get free pizza.
1: And you get free pizza. So, uh, how long have you been a part of the chemistry club at CSU? Um,
3: I've been a part since my freshman year, which is now four years ago. So it's been a a long time with the chemistry
2: club, and I've I've loved it every year. And I've been a part of the chemistry club for the past two years as the outreach coordinator.
1: Gotcha. And how did you uh, how did you find it originally?
2: Uh, we're both chemistry majors, so we're very involved in the department, and you see. Posters about the chemistry club everywhere. And so it's a really fun activity that you can go and do, and it's good to get to know all of your peers in the department.
1: Gotcha, like uh, if you were to estimate, how big do you think the club is?
3: Um, I think it's varied a lot. When I joined my freshman year, there was maybe like the officers and like five members. But now at our meetings, you know, last year and this year, we'll get a turnout of anywhere between like 15, 20 people. So it's definitely grown a lot in the last couple of years.
1: Very cool. Um, I heard you were recently ACS-affiliated, and I I don't know what that means. Could you (laughs) tell me what that means?
3: Yeah, so um, the American Chemical Society is um, a society of chemists. And being an um, ACS-affiliated club um, just means that we do events with them. And we go and attend their conference every year in the spring. And it's a really um, amazing opportunity for networking. And so, like, four years ago, I think, is when we
2: became ACS-affiliated. Yeah, at the conference every year, we present a poster for our club and compare it to other chemistry clubs around the nation.
3: Yeah, and last year, we had a lot of people present research that they do here with uh, faculty in the chemistry department.
1: Oh, very interesting. What's some of the work you're the most proud of doing with the chemistry club?
3: Um, I would say... Being, like, moving from being, like, a member into an outreach coordinator, I've loved being able to get more involved, and then specifically as an outreach coordinator, we do a lot of shows um, at elementary and middle schools where teachers will reach out to us and, you know, ask to do some sort of lesson, you know, expanding on what they're doing in class. And one of our most popular ones is a liquid nitrogen show, um, focusing on... It's, we can craft it to any grade level, but oftentimes, you know, states of matter and pressure and density and frozen food comes at the end, so it's a very fun time.
1: And the, the kids react pretty well?
3: Yeah. Yeah, they love it. I think my favorite grade to do that show for is probably sixth grade, but we'll do it for
2: elementary, middle school, you know, any of them.
1: Do the do the little, little kids really understand what's going on? Are they like, oh, wow, magic? <laughs>
2: Pretty much. They think it's magic. We throw liquid nitrogen on the floor and it makes little beads that roll around (laughs) everywhere and they want to touch it, but they can't. We make that very clear. (laughs) Do
1: they think you're mad scientists?
2: They do. Sometimes they do. They ask us about other, like, mad scientist things that we do in our free time. Like, that's all that we do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a full-time job.
2: <laughs> do you
3: guys go to the schools, or do the schools come to you?
2: Um,
3: most of the time we go to the schools. Actually, though, we have Steamboat Springs Middle School is coming out here soon, um, just because they're they're coming on a trip to CCSU, and they wanted to um, us to put on a show for them. But oftentimes we travel to the middle schools in the area and elementary schools. Okay. Awesome. I
0: just so, asked because something like that. I remember that happened to me in middle school, and it was so so cool.
1: My fifth birthday party, I had a I had a mad scientist. Come <laughs> in. I kept that poster up in my room like till I was like eighteen. I'm <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> Probably was like ten.
0: So, can you guys go into more detail about what uh, the Spooktacular is?
2: Yeah. So, the Spooktacular is a community event where. Uh, families or students, or whoever wants to come from the community, can come and learn about science with a fun, like Halloween platform. So, we have a liquid nitrogen show, a mad scientist show. We have interactive activities that the kids can take home, like slime and, uh, we have witch melting tie-dye face paint there's a craft station where they can make like
3: a little goodie bag and trick-or-treat all the stations and we also have the um zoological discovery center coming from denver and they'll have reptiles
2: Whoa. and we
3: have csu's entomology club coming and csu's aquarium club coming so there's a lot of things you can do
1: that that's interesting that it's a kind of a cross collaboration between a few different stem clubs
2: mm-hmm. yeah um, well, it's a really big event. Last year, we had 1,200 people attend. Whoa. So we have to entertain all of them. That's a massive number.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, h- how long has this been going on for? What year is this?
2: Uh, we think, think it's 15. Yeah. But we're not entirely sure. It's it, it, been happening for a really long time. So old you lost track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Um, so um, I'm, I'm going to rephrase what I was originally going to ask here. Um, what... Caused, what do you think caused the Spooktacular to come into being? What do you think the uh, what what do you think motivates people to keep doing this for such a long time?
2: That's a good question. Um, uh, probably just that it's such like a big event, and we really want to get kids inspired about loving science because sometimes they are introduced to it in it in school, and they like don't like their teacher or something. And so we provide a way for them to like really get into science and really fall in love with it in a way that they can appreciate
3: wow yeah I know a lot of faculty attend the event too so I think that kind of keeps it going I've had teachers be like oh I bring my family every year and that's really cool to hear
1: do you think it uh, helps kind of empower the stem community in a way
3: yeah I would I would definitely say so especially um, our collaboration with other CSU stem clubs coming um, yeah and yeah just doing anything I think we're you know it's Fun science is mm-hmm. exciting to anyone, no matter how old you are.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask if you guys thought it helped uh, children get more excited about STEM careers rather than just thinking, oh, I can't do that, it's all math.
3: Yeah, definitely. Especially because they get to come dressed up and they get to have, you know, candy and... and. Um, And there's so many different things to do that it's, like, it's a three-hour event. They can go see as much as they want to. Um, And, you know, then they can hear about the Chemistry Club and maybe come to some of our other STEM events that we do.
1: Awesome. Are there there science demonstrations at the Spooktacular, like... You know, little, uh, like, chemistry demonstrations? or
2: Yeah, so our, we have a liquid nitrogen show, which is just liquid nitrogen, but then we also have a mad scientist show, okay. which features a ton of chemistry that the kids can't do at home. Like, we have one called Screaming Gummy Bears.
1: Oh, <laughs> what's that? We put
2: a gummy bear in a test tube and light it on fire <gasps> and it screams. <laughs> it's very fun. I think <laughs> Yeah, that,
1: that sounds fun, but I... Um. I I don't know if I could handle that.
2: <laughs> it's super bear. fun. <laughs> and it then we also we conscious. also cut a face out of a plastic pumpkin, and we do elephant toothpaste, so it looks like the pumpkin is vomiting. Oh, mm, gross. <laughs> it's definitely a show where I think you'll walk away being like, oh, that's some magic chemistry. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right on. So are you two going to be a part of it?
2: Uh, we kind of run around the entire event. Our Mad Scientist show is led by our demo specialist for the Chemistry Club. Uh, Luca and Creighton if that's important (laughs) Uh, but they lead the entire thing and plan all of the demonstrations and things like that
3: and then our liquid nitrogen show is led by a couple of chemistry graduate students here Um, and but Maggie and I are kind of like the the behind-the-scenes coordinating and planning the entire event so the night of we'll be running around making sure everything's going smoothly
1: (laughs) right on okay this one this one's just for me because I need to know if I'm gonna go okay on a scale of one to ten how scary is it gonna be
2: zero
3: (laughs) Zero. it's not gonna be scary not spooky maybe if you end up in the dark room we also i forgot to mention that we have that too there's a dark room where um we like take a room and black out all like the walls and everything and then we put a bunch of things in there that like fluoresce and glow in the dark and that one's a fun room i don't know if you'll get like spooked out i don't know it sounds pretty scary (laughs) yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah um all right so uh last question a little little more logistic oriented uh so where and when will this be taking place
2: um, so it's October 27th from three to six in the CSU chemistry department. And if yep. you would like more information, you can go to CSU Halloween show dot dot com slash my site.
1: Awesome. Thanks. That's CSU Halloween show
2: dot dot com slash my site.
1: Gotcha. All right.
0: <laughs> and then is there any before we wrap up? Is there anything else you guys want to add about your event?
2: Um, if you are a student and you would like to volunteer, you can volunteer at the website, which is CSUHalloweenShow.Wixsite.com mysite my site.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah,
2: thank you for coming
0: on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having us. All right. All right, we're going to take a quick break, but then after that, we're going to come right back with Max for Campus News, and then we're going to have our interview with Amy. Yep. With Amy George with uh, Grayscale. Gray Rock. Gray Rock. Grayscale's Sorry about from that. Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> with Gray Rock. And if you have any questions for her about that, you can text us at 970 491 5278. Again, that number is 970 491 5278.
1: And we'll be doing a Twitter question too.
0: Right. And then we also wanted to pose that question again for our roundtable about uh, movies that are turned from shows and popular other genres. And we just wanted to ask you again, if you could turn a movie or turn anything into a movie, what would you choose and why? And go ahead and text us your questions or tweet us at KCSU FM. And you can text us at 970-491-5278. Once again, that number is 970-491-5278. And we're going to do all of that right after the break.
1: We'll be right back.